Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. McDavid to nurse, shoots, to trade your uh, first-round draft pick for an asset that's got a contract carried forward. The right guy to me to come in and coach that team in the future, Dave Tippett. That's all I'm going to say. Where their lineup is right now, there just really isn't room for them. And, you know, I, I think they're trying to move them. I think it probably will happen. How about Zach Hyman's first as an Oiler? This is Ryan Nugent Hopkins from your Edmonton Oilers. And that's the kill shot for Ryan Nugent Hopkins that you probably saw about 60 times with the Red Deer Rebels. We're Added some pieces and uh, the hope and expectation there's that we that we can take another step. We have to earn the right to be a playoff team first. You got to have a regular season where you earn that right to be a playoff team. I came here and want to be a part of this team, and I think there's something special here. Hi, this is Zach Cassian. I'm Darnell Nurse. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers, and this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings. Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official station of your Edmonton Oilers. 630 Chad. The team with the best record in a 10-game season opening spell ever. 9-1. You kidding? And the way in which they're getting things done these days. That's got to leave a lot of room for optimism 
about the way the rest of this season may go for your Edmonton Oilers. It is Oilers Now. It's brought to you each day by Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store, Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. I am Brendan Escott. On the other side of the glass, it is Cody Jansen. We are teaming up to fill the void left by Bob Stoffer as he travels with the Oilers for the first Eastern road trip in a long time. I got Detroit tomorrow night right here on 6.30. Chad, that one, a 5.30 puck drop, 4 o'clock for your face-off show. Should be a good one, but we've got a lot to break down before we get into what lies ahead because that was the best Oilers game since blank. And that's where you come in, because I have to admit to you, uh, I was tasked with with a different job assignment on Friday night. I didn't get to see any of that unfold live at Rogers Place. So I need you to fill me in on what I missed. And what I mean by that is, what was the energy in the building like? Were you there? Was it the loudest crowd that you've heard since playoffs? Maybe ever? Maybe you were at that game that Sam Gagne had eight points the last time they retired somebody's number, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe you were in-house for that one. How did it compare? What did I miss? I need you to let me know at 780-496-0063 because I was pretty bummed that I couldn't be in-house. And that was uh, before. That was for the ceremony that I didn't get to see as Kevin Lowe's number four was raised up to the rafters. But tell me what you found special about it because the rest of the night unfolded the way that it seems like this modern incarnation of the Oilers is, is starting to unleash their own magic on things. So we had some thoughts on that uh, both from NHL insider John Shannon after the 12.30 news and uh, as well as Reed Wilkins who was in the building for that one at 105 from the Oilers Radio Network we'll chat with him and uh, you may have heard by now Devin Shore is out four to six weeks, lower body injury for him so as a result Ryan McLeod back up from Bakersfield, we'll hear from Condor's head coach Jay Woodcroft coming up at 135. If you want to keep in touch, you can always do so on the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. Enjoy the daily $5.99 breakfast special at Tap 25, now starting at 8 a.m. at the River Cree. Details, rivercreeresort.com. But uh, 780-496-0063, text me your experience to the Ashley Fine Floors text line, 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you've always wanted. 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, or head to ashleyfinefloors.com for more. We are on Twitter. I'm at Brendan Escott. That's Brendan with an E. And Cody Jansen at Janner31 underscore. So... I'll set the stage with this. We got a pretty awesome highlight pack that was melded together by our Reed Wilkins, and uh, I don't need to say much more other than to just hit play as we delve into our Direct Workwear Audio Vault. Direct Workwear features Edmonton's largest selection, unbeatable prices, and customer service that makes it feel like family. Here's the call. Fox across to Panarin. He'll walk in. He'll shoot it safe. The rebound off is skated in. It goes off of Savanajad, and it's a power play goal. It's 4-1 for the Rangers. You know, we laid a bit of an egg there early in the second and let in a couple goals and, um, but you know, there's a lot of hockey left and you just look at what the skill that we have and, and the speed at which we play. I think guys knew that we had a chance to get back into it. I think Leon might have skated by one of their, their guys and said, hold on, it's coming or something like that and 
he laughed at him and then next thing you know we banged three so it was uh it was fun to be a part of the thing with this team this year it's it's we have good vibes i think we came in after the second we said we wanted to get one in the first 10 uh, i don't think the rangers uh wanted to take that penalty a couple minutes into the third but that power play got us rolling and um with this group i don't think we ever feel like we're out of a game to barry over to mcdavid on the left they'll drop it back to barry a walk in scores tyson barry fires that one home it's a power play goal and the ranger lead is now cut to four three when you're doing well as a team and you have you know, there's. You feel good about your team coming back. Our team's been a team that been able to uh, score at a pretty good clip this year. You you recognize you still got a chance. So there's no uh, nobody was discouraged. You're discouraged because you're down, but it's not discouraged. You're more pissed off. You're down. You got to find a way to get back. Barry wired that. All right off the bar. Here comes McDavid. Backhand. goal i don't know he uh it's almost like he was playing shinny hockey he came out touched touched up the blue line and then you know i don't know you guys i've watched i've probably watched it two dozen times just online since then it's uh it's just a special player in a big moment doing uh doing what he does and i, I don't know i think uh you guys can't be surprised by that anymore and I, I we all looked shocked on the ice but you just come to expect it out of him and one on four that is unbelievable said before tonight's game that he's the luckiest man alive there might be one man on the planet who can make that play Connor McDavid I mean serpentining his way through the New York Rangers defense that is as good a goal as you will ever see it was amazing that's the nicest goal I've ever seen him score I think one comparable that I told him after the game was the one he came back from his collarbone. Remember in, uh, who was it, against Columbus? And he danced that guy pretty good. And uh, But I think that goal Friday night trumps that one. Uh, it was pretty, pretty unique, just the way he was standing still, essentially, at the blue line and then just exploded. And the rest speaks for itself. It was pretty impressive. McDavid trying to get it free. It does get free. Nurse has it left side in front of the net. All alone. Dry saddle. Scores! Leon Dry saddle with the overtime winner. And the Oilers win it. Six. Five. So let's... Let's put that into context. You heard uh, some snippets in there from Zach Cassian, from Tyson Berry, talking about uh, what an incredible goal that was by Connor McDavid. And I thought Cam did a great job describing it. It looked like when he brought the, you know, trying to let everybody check back on side because Pugliarvi was tied up in front of the net and he was just killing a little bit of time, meandering through the neutral zone, and then bang! Nobody shifts gears in the history of the NHL the way that Connor McDavid shifts gears. And good luck. Good luck, Jacob Truba. Good luck, number 12 on the range. 
Rangers. Good luck. Good luck to other Rangers, just because that's why not. Um, was that the best goal that McDavid scored yet? And you can almost you almost have to tell by his reaction, right? Because he wowed himself on that particular goal. And we've seen him do that a couple times, but I don't know whether it was just the you know the the juncture of the game that he scored that one at. He was proud of himself. We don't often see that out of Connor. So that was, you know, great. And I'm sure that that helped you and, and whoever you were at the game with, you know, just get sucked right into it more. So much response at 780-496-0063. Uh, Mark Max from St. Albert rather says that was the best game the Oilers had since they were in Calgary, February 1st, 2020, the 8-3 win. Uh, yeah, at the game, best Oilers game I've ever been at. That was the best game since game five of the 2017 playoffs against the Sharks when the Oilers came back to tie it up. Dreisaitl served it up on a platter for David DeHarnay to end it in double overtime. That's for West, uh, from Westside Shane. Energized in the building on Friday. This is from a 403 number, by the way. I couldn't speak at the game afterwards. My throat was so sore from screaming. Definitely felt like a playoff game. Wow. Dino Bambino says, I know it's only preseason. They were uh, still games they were trying to win. So if you count the last 18 games, eight preseason, 10 regular seasons, uh, the Oilers are 15-2-1 and one right now. 31 of a possible 36. Maybe we'll double check on those numbers, but that sounds pretty well accurate. And so, you know, it's... I'm sure the first half of that game for those in attendance wasn't necessarily great. They fell behind 4-1. I heard they looked flat. I heard it wasn't their best effort, maybe impacted by the start of that game. I know that uh, the ceremonial stuff that goes on, despite the fact that they were out on the bench, despite the fact that they took the warm-up after, maybe that did play a factor. But ultimately, this team is capable, deep enough, and is getting well-rounded enough efforts both on special teams, whatever it is, that they're able to trudge forward and and win games that a year ago, or certainly two years ago, they absolutely would not have won. So maybe it's just a general sense of belief now that's allowing for this kind of excitement. Again, to the text line here, that was the best game I was at uh, since game two against the Sharks in 2017. That seems to be a good one. How about uh, V saying the the best game since game six versus Anaheim in the 2017 playoffs. Dustin says best one since the goalie fight. So, you know, we're in a situation right now where almost on a nightly basis, there is a chance that we're witnessing history. Cody, how many points does Leon Dreisaitl have in his last three games? Ten? Yeah, it's ten. Is that good? Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Well, not bad. It's not bad, right? Okay, well, we went to, we went to Germany and we, we, we pulled a clip to determine whether or not it's good. Welcome! 
Okay, Sunsets. Das ist gut. Ja. Sauerkraut, das ist gut. Ja. Die Autobahn, vroom vroom, das ist gut. Umpa Music, das ist gut. Ja. And as it turns out, scoring 10 points in three NHL hockey games is also good. Who knew? Excellent stuff. We'll press pause here on Oilers now. We'll shift towards what's next for this team. And we'll get to NHL today as well when we return. Brendan Escott, Cody Jansen with you, 1219 in Edmonton. Brian on the text line, 780-496-0063 says, Brendan, there was a feeling in the building on Friday night that no matter what the Rangers threw at the Oilers, the team was going to come back and win that game. And that's sort of what I was alluding to prior to the break is I want Wonder just with the sense of belief. I mean, they've always had these two nuclear options, of course, but there is something else at play here. It feels like, and perhaps that is just knowing and, and being a part of the depth of this team now, and seeing the off-season acquisitions coming together the way that they have. How impactful Zach Hyman's been in different areas of the game. Ryan Nugent Hopkins has has found himself again. He might be the most underrated player in the NHL right now. Did you know that he's got 14 assists through 10 games? Doesn't have a goal. Says that it doesn't bother him. I find that humorous. Of course it does. He wants to find the back of the net, but he's got 14 assists in 10 games. And if you're going to be the type of person that discredits that because of the players that he plays with, and I don't know, then obviously you don't care that much about the results that are having, happening uh, on the score sheet. I think the funniest part of that, you probably saw the report too, is like it was in the second period or whenever the Oilers were down 4-1 and Leon Dreisaitl skates past the other team's bench and says, it's coming. That's just that's just great. It's yeah. confident. He knows. Yeah. And, and again, those two have always had the ability to take it upon themselves. And they felt like they've had the support so that they don't have to take it on themselves so that they can lead the whole team into battle instead of leading one another into the fight. I, I would suggest that that's the difference this year. Let's go to NHL today. Find out what's going on around the league. Always a busy recap after the weekend. It's for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing. Company branded apparel, products, and awards all created in-house. Shop local at ElitePromoMarketing.com. Well, we got two more senators added to the NHL COVID-19 protocol list. Connor Brown and Dylan Gambrell on there. Head coach DJ Smith said both are going to be retested. Unlikely they'll play tomorrow against Boston. Uh, for the Montreal Canadiens, they've confirmed Carey Price. He was at the practice facility yesterday, and he's expected to be there again tomorrow morning. Uh, Dominic Ducharme said he's going to be examined by trainers to determine his knee injury, where he's at, and he's going to require conditioning, of course, be, to, before returning to game action. Tonight in the NHL, he got three games. Florida's in New York to face the Rangers. Washington's at home against Buffalo and Jack Campbell. He'll face his old squad when Toronto visits L.A. in the late game. He's going to be leaned on a lot more now. Peter Morazic going down for the amount of time that he is out what four weeks again i don't know whether they rushed him back from that groin injury but typically that's what happens and then you end up with another reset of that time frame and that's why they haven't been quick to turn to mike smith here they haven't had a need to first of all koskinen has has been holding down the fort and, and when he hasn't been at his best the team has but it's nice to see that they don't have to panic and return to a goaltender they can just say to a you know look you come back when you feel you're ready. The record is allowing for that right now. Nine and one through ten games. The dynasty teams didn't do that. Nine and one. Sustainable? Of course not. But, again, let's enjoy it while we can. 
Texter says, uh, if you don't watch every game and every minute of the Oilers, you have no idea how special this team seems right now. This group has won nothing, and it's still a privilege to watch them every game. Most people don't understand until years later. Watching highlights does not do this team justice. Brother Harry is telling me to get a grip because the Oilers haven't played anybody significant yet. All right. Androsito says one of the best games he's seen, maybe Game 7 Edmonton versus Dallas and Marchant sniping the OT winner. If you were in attendance for that one, that is good for you. The goalie fight, which Androsito says he actually was at, and then maybe Pisani's overtime winner. Uh, I heard Oilers fans packing senior froggies and cab loops to celebrate. The margaritas flowing like wine. I'll tell you what, I miss uh, a, a good, um, I like a, a soft taco from senior froggies and cab loops. That is a cult spot. Love it, Androsito. Appreciate that. Dave says that was the loudest Rogers place has been uh, since the playoffs in, in 2017 by far. So that's what broke my heart, folks. That's what broke my heart. It was a pleasure to be on the football sidelines and a great effort by the Elks. But man, it would have been cool to be in the building to hear it like that. This is step one, though, in my opinion, on what should be a season or the next few seasons full of accomplishments and special evenings like that. Of course, you don't want to have to make it a 4-1 comeback in order to get into that sense or or have such a special evening but the team's capable now you have to like how they're winning games in different ways and it's not just like okay you know what we're scoring four or five every game and winning it's no hey maybe if Koskinen has an off night and allows five against a pretty darn good team in the Rangers they're able to put up six or they can win a 2-1 game if need be Does it not make me nervous thinking that it's taken Mike Smith so long to recover? Can't help but think age is definitely a factor. Might be crazy, but I'd like to move Mike Smith and keep Koss as a backup, get a real starter. What are my thoughts on that? Because Mike Smith brings so much to the team, if you've watched the, the, like, the maturity, in, in my opinion, of the players and the media even, and the way that they're answering questions, the fun that they're having, the confidence that's, that's coming with being an Edmonton Oiler now, Mike Smith, in my opinion, has been critical in that identity over the last couple of years, building up that kind of thing within this team. So I don't necessarily know that I want to turn away from him. Do I, I agree that this is a little bit worrisome in that it's taken longer than we initially were told, but there wasn't really a definitive timeline out of the gate. I don't know what the nature of the injury is, to be fully transparent with you, but what I can say is when you're 9-1, and one, you get to be as patient as you darn well please, because you're not losing hockey games. It doesn't matter. Let them heal. Now, I know they got three games this week, but what are you rushing them back for, to play Detroit or the Sabres? Nope. Yeah, and again, we'll get confirmation probably uh, tomorrow. I don't. I can only assume that Mike was on the airplane with the team. He's been practicing with the team. I suspect that Smith has traveled to the East Coast, although I haven't been in touch with Bob since they've departed. Reed said that Mike Smith is going to go on the road trip and he still remains day-to-day, though. Perfect. Okay, so um, you know, do I suspect that he's going to debut or re-engage tomorrow? Probably not. Buffalo, certainly. you got to figure if they're bringing him, he's getting one of the back-to-back towards the end of the week. And I guess it'll be up to him whether he wants Boston in Boston or Buffalo in Buffalo. That sounds like a nice game to get your uh, foot back in the water. Mm-hmm. You don't want to take it too lightly, though. You never know. <laughs> you never know. 
things could change in Buffalo. Hey, new coach in Chicago, by the way. That's an interesting story, and they're sticking with uh, with Derek King for the rest of the year. Yeah, that's what GM Kyle Davidson said, is that they're going to go with the interim until the end of the season. Was Jeremy Colleton an interim at some point who ended up just taking that job full-time? Yeah, because Quenville was fired on the exact same day that Colleton was, so he just kind of stepped in cold. Interesting. Yeah, honestly, I don't, I don't have much information on Derek King. I don't know what his background is. I don't, I don't know what to expect out of the Blackhawks organization right now at all. I think Seth Jones leads all defensemen with 11 points or 11 assists I was seeing. I'm not trying to fact check that right now, but I did see that on Twitter and everyone knows everything on Twitter is real. (laughs) Everything on Twitter is something that you should believe and that's where we'll leave it. The Oilers embarking for the East Coast. Uh, They are at Detroit tomorrow. They are at Boston on Thursday. Okay, so I, I messed that up. Yes, at the Bruins and then at the Sabres. Okay, and then Sunday, they'll be at St. Louis as well. So, you know, Smith is probably going to factor into one of these games. And we'll see how he looks in his return. Make a determination for there, what the work from there, what the work split can be like between these two goalies. But as it stands right now, Miko Koskinen is second in NHL wins. I, maybe it's a team stat. Who cares? That's all that matters. Nine and one. We will check in with our NHL insider, John Shannon. See what other markets think of the legitimacy of the Oilers when we come back from a global news weather traffic update. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.